live on SEN Track. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Kickstart your day of racing. Have breakfast with the Kiwis. Head to loveracing.nz. Welcome into Breakfast with the Kiwis for another edition and uh, looking forward to racing out of for both Tarapa and Otaki tomorrow. The Talmanui Racing Club holds centre stage for their once a year event at Tarapa and the Levin Racing Club uh, stage their time-honoured uh, rider stakes meeting at the Otaki Racecourse. But firstly, we're going to focus on Tarapa, the Talmanui meeting. We're going to catch up with uh, Mark Walker, who yesterday uh, posted an achievement that, uh, in my opinion, will be around for a long, long time as a number of wins in a season. Mark, uh, firstly, congratulations. That must have been extremely satisfying to get through that 200 mark. Yeah, Butch, thanks. It, uh, yeah, it was, you know, a combination of a whole year's work and the whole team's uh, very proud of what we've been able to achieve. I suppose it only really became a target and, and a realistic option in the last six weeks or so. It was sort of a long way away. And then uh, as you won a couple of jumping races and some horses were winning on the synthetic, it, it became more... And I, and I reckon it would have been a great motivation for the staff getting up on these bloody cold Waikato mornings. Oh, definitely. And it's been quite exciting for everyone, sort of counting one by one off, probably from... Yeah, probably about 1st of May, I think, which probably... It looked hard to do but we sort of thought uh well it keeps everyone focused and just and it added a bit of fun to the the end of the season really oh sure did and and look i i think um it'd be fair to say without those synthetic tracks it just wouldn't have been achievable because those horses that you've had racing wouldn't have been racing on some of the heavy winter tracks we've had oh definitely 100 percent. and probably having trained in singapore uh, on the synthetic up there, it gives you a bit of insight into what horses you think will suit it as well. And uh, some horses that probably, as you say, which they definitely wouldn't want on heavy tracks, but they, they can handle the synthetic and just gives those horses more of an option to race a bit longer throughout the season. Also give owners some prize money. And also some horses are better off in the stable and better off ticking over and racing than, than spelling, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Some, especially some fillies. Uh, fillies tend to do really well in the stable than in the spelling paddock sort of thing. So, no, it's. Uh, I, I think everyone's coming to grip, grips with it now, and I think the even the track managers are preparing them so much better than maybe they were in the spring. But that comes with the experience and having had rate, more race meetings on them too, Butch. Absolutely. Right, let's have a look at some of the highlights. I would have thought uh, Imperatrice, she must uh, be up there as a highlight for the season gone. She won the three group ones and one of them in Australia, and that's always a benchmark. Yeah, she's just a high-class racehorse, and she just got better as the season went on. We had a bit of a hiccup uh, in the spring when she ran on that real heavy track at Hawke's Bay that day, and uh, that sort of tapered off then, but we got her back line in the autumn and and we try, probably trained her a bit differently, do a lot of her training on the treadmill actually Butch so, and it seemed to work and she she was just absolutely flying in the autumn mm, That uh, 
was it seventh win in the Karakamillion uh, two-year-old race in a row with Tokyo Tycoon. I know it was a, a highlight for me, a special moment in my uh, involvement in racing, but that must have been great for the team to uh, be able to win another Karakamillion. I definitely... For, I just felt sort of relieved more than anything, Butch, that I didn't break the sequence. So um, <laughs> I suppose Sam... But, Sam will be real nervous this year, I'd say, around Crackamine's time, whereas I'll be a, probably a little bit more relaxed than I was last year. And talking about Sam, uh, that's something to really look forward to into the new season, taking in a training partner. Of course, you had the benefit of being a partner with um, uh, with different people, and, and I suspect Stephen Autridge, um, you would have partnered with him at some stage, I imagine. And, and to be able to uh, learn for Sam to be able to learn uh, the trade from you. It must be great to be able to uh, teach a, a, such a, an intelligent and, uh, and um, competitive and, and enthusiastic young guy. Oh, definitely. No, it's, uh, we've, we've gelled really well together this season. And no, looking forward to next season. And I actually think we've got a better crop of rising two and three-year-olds than we actually had last year. So everyone's got a bit of bit of a spring in this step heading towards Tuesday's trials at Tirapa. Yeah, plenty to trial. There's 70 odd, I think. Uh, but the Aussie stable, that's going to become a reality in the not-too-distant future. I imagine it's uh, a big job working out just which horses are going to be best placed in that stable early on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a new challenge for everyone. and uh, But pretty exciting for all the owners too, Butch, to tap into that Australian prize money and Obviously, with Phillies and Mares, if you can get that Aussie black type and their pedigrees, geez, they're worth some money, aren't they? Yeah, they sure are. And um, look, it's, you know, you've, you're well versed at taking horses to Rickerton. The cold, hard reality is I, I suspect they'd be at your Cranbourne base uh, quicker than they would be to a Rickerton base. So so the logistics of it won't be too, too tough. No, exactly. And the beauty of choosing Cranbourne obviously Melbourne we train left-handed at Matamata and I think it'd be an easier adjustment for them as well and uh, I just think it suits a lot of fillies and mares in Melbourne too the programs that uh, but certainly New South Wales will travel up there when horses races suit and horses suit also so it won't be just uh We'll have a base in Melbourne, but we won't be afraid to travel throughout Australia for the right opportunities to to get prize money and enhance the Phillies and Mayors value and stadiums value going forward. Yeah, for sure. Right, right let's have a look at them at Tarapa. Aotea Lad, uh, he must be a special uh, horse to uh, Jessica Allen. She rode her first uh, winner on him. I, I see you freshened him up and brought him back in trip. Yeah, yeah, so... And uh, I think your track will be pretty good, Butch. Um, so, no, he should be a decent chance. Back to Master. Uh, he must have been pleasing that uh, he got through the, the last run. I thought it was a really good run here uh, behind uh, Raucous last time. And I see you taking uh, a claim with Kylan Wiles, taking three kilos. Yeah, yeah. So I think he's improved fitness-wise with that last run. So uh, quite a tidy field, though, uh, but, yeah, he's definitely in the mix, I would think. 
Got a couple of runners in race seven, New Zealand Farmers Livestock, Dance Arena, who's a model of consistency, second, third, second, this prep, and Kai just seems to struggle at the 14, back to 12, I thought might be the trick with her. Yeah, exactly. So uh, Dance Arena sort of deserves the win. She's been so consistent. And uh, Kai, yeah, back to the back to 1,200, blinkers back on. She'll be some sort of chance with that four-kilo claim as well. Mm, and in the last, uh, Hero Worship uh, for Warren Kennedy and uh, Melbourne Bay for uh, Joe Doyle, international riders. Great to have them back with us. Oh, definitely, and the more the merrier, really. Uh, so Hero Worship in that 65 grade, he's always very, very competitive. And Melbourne Bay just lost his way a little bit, but I think you're, you know, the way the weather is this week, if the track's racing uh, all right, he, he's some sort of chance. Yeah, we had a bit of rain during the week. But it's a beautiful day over here today. A beautiful day forecast for uh, Saturday. I think the track will race on the better side of heavy. And if we can get away without rain on the day, it uh, will definitely make a difference. Now, earlier in the week, Saturday was going to be uh, have you on tender hooks and you were going to need one of these to get a prize. You'll be able to go to the races on Saturday in a, in a much more relaxed frame of mind, I suspect. Actually, uh, taking Merker and Skylar to Raglan for the weekend, so uh, I won't be there, Butch. I'll let you control things. <laughs> and well-deserved as well. You'll be able to watch those All Blacks. be a late night for you, but uh, Skylar into the All Blacks yet? Uh, not, not quite yet, but she sort of hears me yelling at the TV sometimes, so that normally alerts her to something going on. <laughs> Good on you, mate. What's the best of them? Which one... Um can we uh, have a little bet on the reckon tomorrow? Oh, it'd be a toss-up between probably Dance Arena and Hero Worship, I would have thought. Mark Walker there, looking back on the achievement during the week of uh, quite a, a remarkable 202. Uh, he's on winners for the season, Tiakao Racing, and uh, looking at uh, runners uh, at Tarapa, where he uh, thought that Hero Worship and Dance Arena were going to be hard enough to beat. Let's take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll come back and we'll get Bevan Sweeney's view on uh, a pretty reasonable card out of Otaki.